Blog Talk Radio. Monday nights. I do apologize for any of those that did tune in last Monday night. Is uh, I was under the weather. It was weird. I was at the gym. Um, I was just finishing up, uh, getting getting ready to do the cardio, and was finishing up for the night. And all of a sudden, it hit me. And I got back to the house, took a shower, and I laid underneath the blankets for about three hours. I could not get warm. I could not could not shake this fever that I had picked up. And then all of a sudden, about eight eight thirty, um, I felt like I was on fire. <laughs> I spent the next hour hotter than I've ever felt in my life. Um, it rolled into the next day. Didn't feel the greatest. As a matter of fact, I had all intentions of leaving early. Um, Tuesday from work. Um, as the day went on, I started feeling a little bit better, had things to do, and uh, went ahead and finished out the day. Uh, for those that tune in on Monday night, normally to catch me here, it did not catch it. I did do a show Wednesday night, um, so you might want to jump back into um, the archives, either here on Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, um, Pod Addicts, um, you name it, we're there. Um, just go back, um, Stitcher, um, and catch the show from last Wednesday night. Um, as I um, am committed 100% to make sure that there is a sh- 110 Nation Sports show every single week. Uh, working on locking up the 110nationsports.com site for the next five years this week. Um, when my car was stolen, I um, didn't realize that, um, and I forgot, that uh, everything that gets renewed was on the old bank card. And uh, started looking into things and realized that uh, we're past due. Um, so I got to do a reinstatement fee to get the, uh, the website back. And uh, Thursday, I will be locking up five years for the 110nationsports.com site. Uh, By the end of the month, we will have that site locked up, our site locked up for the next year. 
or I'm sorry, for the next 10 years. Um, as next year, at this time frame, we are looking forward to uh, relaunching the website. We just want to get a lot of focus on the radio side of house, uh, the radio side of the house, um, is our big focal point right now. And uh, looking forward to uh, uh, continue to grow that. Uh, phenomenal numbers, phenomenal things going on here at the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I want to thank all of those that have been tuning in. If it be on um, Spreaker. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pod, uh, Podcast Addicts, or how you say it, um, Blog Talk Radio, however, Stitcher, however, YouTube, however you're catching the show, um, I want to thank you. Uh, make sure you guys continue to spread the word. If you guys have not liked us on Facebook, all you got to do is go to the 110 Nation Sports on Facebook. Give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at the 110 Nation. I uh, want to make sure that... I think uh, Carolina Sports Plus, our longest-running um, marketing partner. Uh, make sure you guys check them out on Facebook as Mario is working on dropping the website for that. Uh, so make sure you guys go over and check them out. Um, get all your merchandising needs. Uh, all you do is just hit them up on Facebook. Let them know what you're looking for, what you need. Um, he will uh, hook you up with the uh, special discount for the 110 Nation. So uh, make sure you guys get over there and do that. Um, definitely be letting you guys know when the website comes out. Um, make sure that you guys go over to uh, phoenixfit.com. That's FNX. Fit.com for all your supplement needs. Um, use code FNXIZZK, get 15% off your order. Um, help to, uh, support the 110 Nation. Uh, got to go to the gym today. Um, I already packed it up because I'm going straight from work to the gym tomorrow. Um, my um, pre-oxide workout right now, I'm still sipping on my um, Recover. Um, it's the Muscle Recovery BCAAs. Um, I got the Raspberry Limeade flavor. Um, got my PM, or actually my, um, I want to use the right terminology, um, the Refuel Whey Protein Blend. As a matter of fact, I got to order some more this week. Um, can't wait till the weekend. I'm out here early enough in the day to take my AM, the Orange Dreamsicle um, Protein. I really love that stuff. I'm an Orange Dreamsicle kind of guy. Uh, and uh, they got the... Uh, um, the fat burner and a couple other things that I'm working on taking as well. Um, I can tell you overall the last week I was down last week from Sunday to Sunday, down eight pounds, a half inch. Um, I would say, uh, overall I'm down a little over 20, well, that's a little bit more, a little bit, uh, over 20 pounds, um, and down about four inches. So, um, eating healthy, um, exercising, and taking the right um, supplements, the right uh, fitness supplements um, to help my body recover, neutralize itself. I mean, that's even an accurate word. Uh, Make sure you guys check them out. Like I said, that's Phoenix Fit. That's FNXFit.com. Use code FNXIZZK. Get 15% 
off and help the 110 Nation. And also, don't forget to uh, go like um, and join the Bears Bullish Market Group. Um, for everybody that joins over there, that group will be uh, donating to the 110 Nation to help us continue to grow and uh, help us do upgrades and all that other nice stuff and contests. Um, as uh, it hits right around the corner, April 15th this Friday. Uh, we turned 11. Yes, this all began back on April 15, 2011. Here we are, fast forward to April 15, 2020. Who would have thought 11 years later uh, we would still be in the studio, we'd be still doing this and uh, having one of our best years and looking to continue to grow. Um, so with that being said, Obviously, we're not going anywhere. I done told you we're locking up the website for the next 10 years. Uh, we've been doing this 11 years. Uh, we're on an upward swing, and we're looking to continuously grow. So with that being said, if you're interested in joining the 110 Nation, maybe you want to have a show or you are in the midst of having a show but have, don't have a platform to put it on, um, hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com or message us on the 110 Nation Sports uh, fan page or my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, or maybe you got a show and you want to go ahead and get it syndicated on our show to be able to have it shared across our entire network and all the platforms we're on. Um, or maybe you want to co-host. Um, I am open and looking, openly looking for someone to join me here on the 110 Nation Sports Show. I'm looking for someone that's going to be a good fit or one where we can extend the show to a two-hour show, um, someone that's going to be here every single Monday night um, to do the show with me, um, and someone that uh, we mesh well with. Um, maybe uh, a co-host and a whole show is not something you're ready for or feel you're ready for and something you want to work up to. Uh, maybe you want to come on be 15, 20-minute segments of the show. Maybe you want to just talk NHL or NBA or NFL, whatever you feel your strongest in um, to help work your way up, or maybe that's all you just want to contribute to. Maybe that's the extent to um, what you want to uh, partake in in the show. Um, like I said, all you got to do is hit me at MrCJSports at gmail.com or send us a message on the 110 Nation uh, Sports fan page or Mr. CJ Sports fan page. I'll be glad to get back with you and uh, look on uh, getting you on here. Um, if you guys, uh, tomorrow night, Race Chat Live, as they will be recapping uh, Martinsville. Uh, I missed the Thursday night race. Friday night race was hectic. Saturday night race was boring. Um, so we'll get their take on it, especially the fight with Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs. Um, get you guys ready for Dirt Bristol next weekend, their thoughts, opinions, and everything else. Uh, don't forget, Thursday night, the Southern Dirt Track Report, the hottest show on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, Thursday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. And then also looking forward to the debut coming in May, um, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, the Jay Dillon Show. Um, not only catch the shows, but make sure you guys go like their fan page, Race Chat uh, Live fan page, the Southern Dirt Track Report fan page. Um, give them a like. Keep up with them. A lot of great content and stuff going on on um, all those fan pages for all those shows. 
Um, great time, great shows. I sat here Sunday and caught up with, um, caught up my listening to the shows, um, listened to uh, Southern Dirt Chat Report, or listened to the Race Chat Live show. I'm looking forward to uh, great shows this week and uh, um, getting to catch some great shows on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Uh, got a lot of things to uh, talk about. We'll see what we get into and uh, what actually um, formulates out the mouth tonight. Um, Tiger Woods, interesting conversation, interesting, a whole, a whole interesting topic. Um, this man is uh, a unique man, um, a trendsetter, a trendsetter, um, really larger than life. Um, a sex addict, got his issues with alcohol and other things, uh, kind of all over the place. Got an opportunity to make a comeback. Um, spent, what was it, what, 14 months removed from surgery or being in the hospital, three months in the hospital, and he's back on the course. Um I'll tell you what, interesting, interesting. Made the cut um, and finished out the weekend. He finished 47th um, with the uh, um, top person, um, uh, Schaefer, uh, finishing first with a 10-under score. Target Woods finishing plus 13. He did uh, finish the first day one-under and then going uh, plus 14 for the final two days. Uh, but what is all said and done, and this is why it's so interesting to me, because, one, I don't think anybody would have ever gave a thought the day Tiger Woods started playing golf, even through the very beginning of his career, that Tiger Woods would have such an influential impact on this sport. Nobody thought we would have took a sport that not many people really cared. I mean, let's be honest. Outside of Happy Gilmore, a movie, Adam Sandler, that's probably the most excitement and hype that I could ever remember of golf outside of Tiger Woods. I mean, there's been a bump here and a bump there, but nothing to the extreme, nothing to the fandom, nothing to the TV ratings, the sponsorship, Nike, everything that came with the whole Tiger Woods brand when it came to the PGA Tour and Tiger Woods. And then we removed Tiger Woods from the sport, not that we removed him, but injuries, sex addictions, off the course issues, um, the the whole car wreck, um, all that stuff. And we kind of went back to pre-Tiger Woods once again. Not really a, a big conversation. Most people don't even know, unless you're around a main, you know, a main uh, 
golf course, you you don't unless you're around Augusta or the Masters or whatever. You you don't really know that there's a PGA Tour event going on. I mean, you you got those diehard golf fans that sure you know we got an event coming up, but the average sports fan, the average Joe Schmo, those that knew every weekend what Tiger Woods was playing, or at least tune in at some point or another to watch Tiger Woods play, no longer even knows there, there's when golf season even is, or when there's even a uh, where they're at. Are they playing this weekend? Is the field taking course? Who's made the cuts? Who's even playing? Who's injured? Like, these are questions that nobody even, and honestly, this wouldn't even, I don't even think this weekend would have been a big deal if the fact that Tiger Woods wouldn't have tried to make a comeback. To to see to what extent, to to what percentage Back to healthy, he was. I, you know, in the back of his mind, he knew that he wasn't winning this. Back of his mind, he knew physically he was nowhere still close to <clears throat> being a serious threat to actually winning this this tournament. But for one weekend, we we kind of got a a glimpse. million watch second-round coverage of the Masters on ESPN. Viewership was up 31% over just last year. Um, It was ESPN's highest second round since April 18th, as we're watching to see if he made the cut. Audience peaked at $4.6 million in the 6.30 p.m. um, time slot uh, the 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time quarter hour as he was trying to make that cut. It's it's insane to see um, not only is it insane to see how someone at 46 years old how much he still impacts the sport how much of an interest I, I don't know if the interest is just to see Tiger Woods if the interest is to see if Tiger Woods can make a full comeback and actually win a tournament I, I'm not sure to what extent the actual interest is Overall, ESPN's telecast for the first two rounds averaged 3.3 million. That's the highest since 2018 as well. Like, it's just insane to me to see someone that has been so irrelevant to a sport for such an extended period of time for one reason or another, how just being at, at the course I've seen different highlights at different times over the weekend, being at different places. I forget where it was at, where the, <coughs> the coverage was actually on the TV somewhere. For the life, oh, I was uh, door dashing Saturday night. I was in uh, Frickers. It's a, uh, kind of a chicken sports bar kind of place. And to see the audience how many people are out there and we know Tiger Woods name is not involved in the uh, 
um, the whole playfield. We're not having that many people out there watching this watching this event. It just it's crazy to me um, just 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 to see um, <clears throat> to what extent and how many people. Um, Tiger Woods. Listen, how many people he, they, he gets to pull in? How many? How many people will tune in? Who who will watch? A nowhere near hundred percent Tiger Woods, just in hopes to get a glimpse of the old Tiger Woods, just to get a hope to see. <coughs> excuse me. Maybe he he can find his way. Maybe playing golf in a different way. Maybe he, he ain't gonna be able to drive that ball the way he used to drive the ball. He, he's not making the same shots. But maybe he found a way to change up his game enough to be able to contend, to find a way to get a championship. Who to who just at least win one round or win, win one weekend. Like it's just it, it's it's so fast. I I can't think of any other player off the top of my head right now. Well, I can name one. <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> probably might be the only other player. Michael Jordan could probably hit the court right now, fifty years old, be out there Chicago Bulls, and that place would go crazy. <laughs> Even as old and out of shape as Michael Jordan is. <laughs> um. Outside of that, I can't think of anybody, and especially anybody out of the main four big sports, out of football, basketball, baseball, hockey. I, I can't think of anybody that, and, and even in those four, Michael Jordan might be the only one. And at Michael's age and and health I, I don't I don't even know if it's the same comparison or not. <laughs> Michael Jordan just Michael Jordan no. Obviously all eyes will be on um Tiger Woods and see where this goes from here. Um, obviously we're we're not gonna <clears throat> Get our hopes on um, the growing four days has taken a toll um, on the golfing greats, on a body that hadn't played competitive golf in almost 17 months. Um, period. He was limping. Um, so I, I just can't see. Um, obviously, rehab and, and trying to continue. Um, Tiger went on to say, I have those days where I just don't want to do anything. It just hurts. <clears throat> I've had a great uh, team around me and uh, that are super positive and motivated and helped me all around. Um, obviously, everybody in the golf world, and, and honestly, I think in the sports world, would love to see Tiger to be able to find a way to um, get himself in a shape that – it's not so much that he's not in shape, but just because of 
the the different injuries and the wear and tear and the wreck and everything else that he's gone through. I think that everybody would more than anything love to see him find a way to put his body and his mental stage in a in a place to be competitive, even if it's not for a season or for a, a, a number one world ranking, but just for a weekend. Just to, to even if he didn't win, to just say top five, top three. Do, do you know how how much the sporting world, and especially PGA world, would erupt? <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um Going from the brighter side of the weekend, excuse me, I ain't coughed all, I don't know what it is, getting late night on the show, I don't cough all weekend long and all day long, and all of a sudden, um, I start, uh, feels like I got something stuck in my throat. Uh, going from the highlight, kind of the high of the weekend to the unfortunate low of the weekend, um, this weekend, Former Ohio State quarterback, um, Washington Redskin and Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, um, had unfortunately um, left us early, um, was going to turn 25 May 3rd, had a, uh, an opportunity to, as a Buckeye fan to, to watch him do great things with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, still kind of gray with the details I, I I'm not sure now it's changed to a possible homicide um, homicide accident or something or another <laughs> excuse me good lord um, not quite understanding. The only thing we do know is that Haskin, and from what I understand, he ran out of gas. Um, he was trying to cross Interstate 595's westbound lane near Fort Lauderdale, um, Hollywood International Airport, and Broward uh, County when the dump truck, uh, a dump truck hit him, the Florida Highway Patrol said. The incident was reported shortly after 6.30, for those asking why he was in Florida. Uh, himself and some of the receivers and running backs of the Pittsburgh Steelers were down in Florida, um, throwing and kind of doing some preseason practicing, um, getting in the rhythm and getting things as it was projected that he was going to be, um, or at least hopes to be the starting quarterback, obviously bringing Mitch Trubisky in, that was going to obviously make a quarterback competition out of it, um, who knows who would have won it, um, but obviously, um, Dwayne Haskins wanted to get himself in rhythm with the receiving core running backs in, in hopes to maybe have an edge over um, Mitch Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph going into um, this preseason, getting ready for the uh, um, season. Um, it's crazy because a lot of, not a lot of the details are kind of why did he not see the dump truck? I mean, you're talking about a dump truck here now. Um, was he just walking down the side of the road and the dump truck came over on the white line or his side of the white line? Like, excuse me. To this point, there's still not a lot of details. It's kind of a uh, real 
vague and, and real foggy on what exactly happened and of course a lot of a lot of people are curious and interested to see um the details to this um this unfortunate timing death of Dwayne Haskins uh but leave it to some bozos to take an opportunity to say things that Bet you could take back. Wish you could take back at this point in time. Um, Gil Brandt um, decided to uh, be one of those that um, was not uh, going to uh, um, maybe say things the right way, um, and is greatly regretting it. While speaking about Haskins, Brant made some ridiculously uncalled for statements. At one point, he claimed that Haskins was the guy that was living to be dead. He also seemed to suggest that Haskins' immaturity was to blame for his death. Uh, maybe if he stayed in school a year, he wouldn't uh, a year he wouldn't have wouldn't do silly things like jogging on a highway. Um, he, he wanted he was saying on, on NFL radio. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what staying another year at school had to do with him actually down in Florida, throwing and trying to better himself in the off, off season, preparing himself for the next season. Um, I can see if he was down in Florida partying, I can understand if he was spring breaking, I can understand a lot of things, but to be down with his teammates, um, down there, taking advantage of the nice sunny weather and opportunity to <clears throat> kind of get in rhythm with the wide receivers in hopes to win a starting quarterback uh, role. I'm not quite sure where another year in school and how that one and one and one equals two there. Um, so I, I, I'm not quite, I'm not quite getting that. I, I know at this point, uh, Gil, Gil Brand is one of those that uh, kind of wishes that he could, uh, take, uh, the, what he said back. Um, Adam Schefter's comments, um, got a lot of criticism as well this week. So Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida per his agent, Cedric Saunders. Haskins would have been 25 on May 3rd. Um, one, if you compare the Adam Scheffner tweet to the Gil Brandt NFL radio interview. One does not compare to the other, obviously. Um, I think that if the the Gil Brandt interview would have came out first, nobody probably would have paid this much mind. Um, we've had some people react and give their thoughts on the 110 Nation Sports uh, fan page. Um, if you're not like this, go over to the 110 Nation Sports um, fan page. Give us a like. Give us your thoughts, your uh, opinions on it. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. Um, 
Timing, maybe not the best time to say that. Struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh. But maybe to get the reaction uh, maybe to get the reaction of the NFL world, other players that it got. I felt that um, I felt it got blown out of proportion. It it wasn't like he said something like Gil Brand and basically saying leaving college early uh, made him do immature things that caused him to die, or that um, or it's not like he he said that you know he he was out there and, and I don't know I I just. Saying the fact that he didn't catch on, and he did struggle. He didn't have a great year in Washington or a great career in Washington. Um, And, you know, obviously he knew that things weren't great in Pittsburgh, and that's why they were down there in Florida. So what Adam Schefter said was not false. It wasn't him not speaking the truth. Um, I, I don't know necessarily on the day that he died and the way, you know, being kind of the first person to put it out there, um, tweeting it and saying, struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh, died this morning, all in one, you know, one sentence. Uh, but I, I don't know if I feel that the re, the, the reaction necessarily fit the tweet. Um, you know, and I've thought about this for a few days, and I, and I thought, well, you know, I, I can say, well, you know, this is coming from ESPN. What else do we expect? You know, this, you know, this is the media. What do you expect? There's a lot of things that I could say, but I, at the end of the day, when I, I started seeing these headlines, it started hearing people upset about what Adam, Adam Scheffner had said. I, you know, obviously I instantly looked up the tweet and looked up what was said, and I was I, I was like expecting this whole whole disrespectful, out of line tweet, and at the end of the day, all he said is. A stand out Ohio at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with the Washington and Pittsburgh and the NFL. Um and people took that and made it seem like that was one of the um most disrespectful things that could have been tweeted or came out of a mouth. Excuse me. Like I said, I, I understand that maybe the timing wasn't the greatest on it. Maybe, you know, in, in to Adam Scheffner's defense, maybe, you know, it wasn't well thought out on how the message 
Um, It seems like maybe he didn't think about how the message was going to be received or how it was going to be taken. Um, I just don't feel that, like I said, timing's bad. Um, And it maybe wasn't the best time to say that he struggled somewhere. Well, this could have been so much worse. This, to me, was blown way out of um, blown way out of proportion to the bigger picture of everything going on. Like I, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not feeling that the reaction necessarily fit the tweet. <laughs> Not the best, smartest tweet, no. But to the reaction, to to involve players, to 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 people, to be up in arms over this tweet, I I don't, I don't know, I just don't see it matching. I don't know, just my like I said, that's just my thought. I'm an Ohio State man. I, I loved watching some Dwayne Haskins. My um, condolences to the family. Um. Another life taken too early. Uh, unfortunate when we find the details to what all happened. Um, at the end of the day, it sounds that it was just a pure accident, or at least on Dwayne Haskins' end of it. Um, like I said, from what I understood, he ran out of fuel, um, was going up the highway, trying to cross the highway, whatever the case, got struck by a vehicle. I'm not, and that's why some of this just doesn't make sense, but that's what I have pieced together from the, the reports I have heard. Um, It wasn't like, you know, from what I understand, he wasn't out drinking and driving. He wasn't partying. He wasn't wasn't doing um, ignorant stuff. Um, I just just feel that you you got the the Gil Brandt's reaction on the radio, which is justifiable to the reaction. And and honestly, I think that it was – there was not enough a reaction to what was said. And then you have the reaction from the Adam Scheffner tweet, which I feel like I can understand people not being happy with it, but to the extent of the reaction, I I just felt that one was underreacted, the other one was overreacted, Um, and and I don't think Adam Schefter meant it in any harm way, and I, I think if he had a chance to take that one back from the way it was received and not how it was meant to be delivered, I think he would. Um, There's not too many people out of the ESPN camp that seems to, you know, I listen to or I would get reports from anything else, and Adam Scheffner is one of those that I just don't see. It's not a not a, a Stephen A. Smith kind of comments or not a Max Kellerman kind of comments or not a, I can't remember, Jamil, whatever her stupid name is, that she's twisted everything into be Everything's got to be racist with her. Um, Jamil Hill or whatever her name is. Um this this was someone that most people respect, uh, most people find to be reliable source. Um, one of the few highlights still left at ESPN. So I just, I don't know, it just kind of 
over the top with the reaction uh, to me with that versus um, the reaction we got to Gilbrandt and what was actually way it was received versus maybe the way it was meant to be delivered kind of scenario there. Uh, former Oregon football players, um, they're sticking some money. Lord have mercy, they're sticking some money. We're talking about $125.5 million. Uh, Doug Brenner and uh, Sam Patasi um, are now reportedly seeking $100 million in damages from the NCAA as well as a subsequent uh, $25.5 million damages for pain and suffering from the NCAA, the University of Oregon, and former Oregon's Duck head, uh, Ducks head coach Willie Taggart. It was head coach at the time of the program. Um, the lawsuit alleges neg negligence against all defendants accusing Taggart and um, Ottering, or how do you say his name, um, who was the strength coach at the time, um, of imposing physical punishment on the players, failing to prohibit it, um, and failing to ensure that Oren Oderine um, had adequate training to do his job. According to the lawsuit, he did not carry an industry-required certi certification to be strength and conditioning coach at Oregon. Um, he kind of had me up to that point. As in, okay, you have a couple players that couldn't make it, um, wasn't able to Cut the mustard. This is the this is their way of not making it. Um, they're going to have a lawsuit. Um, we were we were physically damaged the rest of our lives or whatever lifelong injuries. Uh, was seri uh, during a series of controversial workouts in 2017. You had me up until the point that. Your strengthening coach did not have required certifications to be a strength and conditioning coach. That right there just opened a whole can of worms. Regardless if it was legitimate or not, and I'm not saying it's not. I don't know either one of these players. I don't even know what injuries they have suffered that are supposedly lifelong injuries due to the serious, serious series of controversial workouts in 2017. I know I played football. I know that I was in the military. I know that I have worked out to the extensive amount that I, I was at 1.255 bench pressing 460 pounds um, and was a bouncer. So I, I know all about when I worked at Fort Bragg, when I, yeah, when I was stationed at Fort Bragg, um, we trained like we were airborne, even though we weren't airborne. We ran five days a week, even though we were supposed to run three, run three days a week. Just three days a week that we were supposed to run, we ran the five to eight to ten miles. The two days that was also supposed to be muscle failure, we didn't muscle failure. Then you still ran three to five miles. Um, our PT went longer than PT was supposed to go. That was the four brag way. Um, you went until you were throwing up. You went until and you were out there in the 
North Carolina heat. Um, it's funny living back living back in Ohio and listening to people cry when it hits 84, 85, 86 degrees at 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I got to inform these people, you do realize when I lived in North Carolina, it was many days when I woke up, it was already this hot, plus the humidity. And I'm out there doing PT. Um, out there with a 20, what, 20, 25-pound rucksack, fully in BDU's boots doing a 20, um, 20K ruck march. Um, there's a lot of things that I did throughout my lifetime. Uh, like I said, playing football. Um, I can't even begin when I was training to bench press competitions, went to two competitions, placed first and third. Um, when I got into the peak of my workouts, um, and, and the best physical shape I got, like I said, I was down to 255, I had like a 40-inch waist, I was bench pressing 460, um, I spent three hours, I would walk out, clothes literally drenched, soaking wet, working out so hard, um, so I can't imagine at, at a college level with other adults, other um, players to what extent of series of controversial workouts that were done at a college campus. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I just can't imagine to what extent what what this all says because I've been part of a bunch of serious workouts um, throughout my my life um, with the military, with playing football and sports myself, with competing, everything that I have done, preparing myself um, in, in the bouncing world and everything else that I have done. But regardless if it was a simple game of hopscotch or the most controversial workout that was ever created that did cause lifelong injuries, and like I said, I'm not disputing whether it did or not, did not, the fact that you had somebody in there that was your strength coach that was not certified it's an open cut, open close, shut case deal. There is no if ands and buts about it. It could have been simply they twisted an ankle, playing hopscotch, jump rope, um, ring around the rosies. It don't matter. Once it came out that your strength coach was not even certified, especially in today's generation. Everything to be a football coach, I had to be CPR certified. I had to have certifications to even be an assistant coach and and help be a head coach of a Pee Wee football league. Now, if they take it that serious at that age, and I think it was fifth grade, sixth grade, eleven, twelve year old, something like that, I know that they take it that serious on a whole professional level at the college ranks. So even though I'm not saying that there are not lifelong injuries in it, 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 I'm not saying that it was not a series of controversial workouts, there is a good shot because you want your players to be in the best shape possible. And 
when we say controversial, the only thing that really sticks to my mind is the fact that league has gone to being so relaxed that if you walk into a, a training camp now and they are gun hole like it used to be in the 70s and 80s, it's going to seem controversial. And it's going to be a whole different world that kids these days, college students, high school, and even most of the NFL now would not have made in the 70s and 80s in the workouts and what they had to go through to play um, in the NFL then because back then they didn't give zero you-know-whats. But it don't matter. At this point, it does not matter. They could have been playing Red Rover. They could have been playing Duck, Duck, Goose. The fact that, the fact that you had uncertified people out there in, in leadership positions. No. What was you thinking? Honestly, you're lucky, one, that it's only two players that have come forth. Um and you're also lucky that it's only $1.25 million or $125.5 million. Let's, let's be 100% honest right now. Lord have mercy. How does somebody in that entire university, that entire establishment, that entire coaching staff, the dean, why, how does nobody? Talk about hospitalized players, strenuous off-season workouts. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that there wasn't. I am more stating the fact that it could have been as simple as playing Ring Around the Roses. The fact that they were uncertified, had uncertified people out there in position, in charge of athletes, in charge of students. This case is going to be over with before it even starts. That's just the facts of life. Like it, hate it, love it, leave it. It's the fact. That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. Like I said, I, when, I, when I was assistant coach, you're talking at this point, I've been there at my current job seven and a half years. Um, I spent a good half year in between the two jobs but just strictly bouncing, it was probably two years. So you're talking 10 years ago, even 10 years ago. And this only happened five years ago. At the elementary, middle school level, I had to be certified. There's, there's no excuse. There, there's no... <laughs> There's no, there's no getting around this. There's no Johnny Cocker in this one. There's no, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. If he was truly uncertified, that's, that's, you might as well just go ahead and write that check. And pray to God. <laughs> and pray to God that nobody else decides to come forward. Oh, 
Frank Vogel, former Los Angeles Lakers coach, um, got the axe. Um, his, he has coached his final game as the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, say what you want to say. Um, scapegoat, not scapegoat. The Los Angeles Lakers has got a whole mess to clean up. Um, I'm kind of on the fence on that. I, I, I feel that firing him is kind of a scapegoat thing. But in the back of everybody's mind and in the front of everybody's conversation also knows that LeBron assembling the senior citizen team, that only team in the NBA that's average age of over 30. And like Chuck said, um, well over 30, um, not just over 30, but well over 30 um, is, is the reason. You you have AD still there who can't stay healthy. You you got Russell um, Westbrook who is just just completely falling apart as an athlete. Um, can't shoot. Never really could shoot. I mean, even all the times he scored. Um, and okay, see, you take a lot of shots to get there. Um, not a great ball handler. Um, I think Carmelo really kind of embraced his role coming off the bench. He had a good season. LeBron, I mean, obviously scoring, averaging over 30 points, but he spent an extended amount of time on the uh, the bench as well. Um, this just wasn't. So part of it's going to be your coaching because coach should have found ways and pieces to plug. Um, but also this is the way this the team was assembled. Um upper management now has to figure out how to piece this back together um, and try to save something out of this, whether you ship Westbrook off in hopes to get something out of him. I, he's lost a lot of his value this year and what people seeing. Um, are you holding on to AD? At what value is AD to you? Um that's that's a lot of time injured, and obviously, you know, the the biggest reoccurring conversation that everybody has when you talk about Anthony Davis is the fact that he doesn't he doesn't take the off season serious. He doesn't do a better job as preparing his body for the regular season. Um, LeBron, you're talking thirty seven, going to be thirty eight. What? 19 seasons, 17 seasons, some ridiculous amount of seasons in the um, years in the in the league, seasons in the league, however you want to say it. These other teams are young. They have all the draft picks. They're they're reloading. They're they're. Um, getting the right pieces to fit in. Play and start tomorrow. I, I don't know in the Western or the Eastern. The Net, uh, Brooklyn Nets take on my Cavaliers um, in a one-game one play-in game. Um, so hopefully Cleveland finds a way to get past the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, even if not, um, I tip my hat to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They had had a hell of a season. So uh, um, they've done a phenomenal job of rebuilding that team and looking forward to the bright a bright future. Um, I did get an opportunity. I kind of want to wrap up with this. 
I did get an opportunity Friday night to go out to um, Day Air Ballpark. Um, it is the home of the Dayton Dragons. Um, it's the uh, AAA affiliates of the uh, Cincinnati Reds. And, of course, anybody that's uh, ever listened to my show in the last 11 years knows that I'm a diehard Cleveland everything. Um, but at the same time, um, since the Cleveland Indians decided to do this whole woke stuff um, and are no longer the Cleveland Indians, I no longer have a Major League Baseball team. Um, I, I, don't, I don't do all that stuff. Uh, so I have changed my direction and my focus on the Dane Dragons. On top of that, the Dane Dragons are literally 10 minutes up the road. Um, and also, we now have partial season tickets. I have 11 games that I get to go to this year. Um, next year, we will probably double that. I think um, we're even looking, trying to, uh, me and one of the other people, we split it three. It's 33 games, three ways. I think next year we're trying to get the whole home, um, the whole 66 home games and doing it a half split or even possibly three split if all three of us want to go in together. So I'm hoping to either have 22 or 33 games next year. Um, had a phenomenal time. It was kind of disappointing to uh, have opening day and the wind chill be at a 36 degrees. I will not uh, deny that. Um, it wasn't a game breaker for me. I tell you, the wife was miserable. I had to hear about it the entire game um, to the point that by the time we got to the ninth inning, up six to one, I'd finally had enough of having her not happy with the fact that it was cold. Um, even though she, I had a hoodie and she had a coat, a blanket, and everything else on, um, went ahead and left. Like, you know what? We up six to one, no biggie. Even told the people behind me, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna put her through no more of this. We're up six to one. I feel we got this. Um, turned the game on the radio, it's to the way home, and that six to one game became a six to two game. Then became a six to three game. Then became a six to four game. And it wasn't that they were hitting the ball on us. We just walked everybody in the ninth, for ninth inning. Like, it was horrible. Next thing you know, I'm in the driveway listening. I think it was 6-4 to at the time. It might have been 6-3 to three when I was listening. First got into the driveway. Uh, but the next thing you know, I'm sitting in the driveway. Bases are still loaded. And now it's 6-5, to five and we're switching uh, pitchers. Um, we did go on with 6-5. to five. Um, We ended up winning the series. To, uh, we went 2-1 and one for the weekend. Um, we're off today. The, uh, we travel. I forget where they travel to next uh, this week. I know next, not this Friday, but next Friday, the 22nd, they will be back home to uh, host the West Michigan Whitecaps. So looking forward to that. Um, I think, and then we got two weeks, no, 10 days, no, two weeks, and then we got another game, and then two weeks, then we have another game, and I think another two weeks, then we have another game. Like every other week, we have a uh, game for 11 weeks. Um, so looking forward to that, but I had a great time. Um, i tell you what, for anybody that is in the Ohio area and close to the Dayton area, uh, if you want to go to a, a great ballpark, i tell you what, I, I really wish as, as they have like an 816, something like that game streak where they had um, – 
sellout games. As you know, you had Ken Griffey Sr. there, hitting coach. At one point in time, Chris Sabo was one of the coaches. Um, Voto, or Voto, however you say his name, the place of the Reds, um, was coming up through the system there. Um, I really wish I'd have been part of that history. Even though I'm not a Reds fan, um, having an opportunity to be at the at the ballpark, I wish I would have been part of. And I, I honestly wish that within these next few years we had an, a team that was that exciting that it filled the ballpark. I would love to have the feeling of what it's like to have that ballpark full on a regular basis, just to feel the atmosphere, feel the electricity, just to know what it's like, what I missed. Um, but I do, I do hate that I've missed um, the first. Uh, I was we're looking at 11 years, 10 years. I forget how long now at this point. Um, maybe even farther back. Um, years of the Dayton Dragons and the history of it and the excitement. It's a beautiful ballpark. Even being over 10 years old at this point, um, it's a great time. Great facility. Great staff there. I have a great, great time every time I go. Um, so looking forward to being back out there um, next Friday at the 22nd. Uh, make sure tomorrow night, Tuesday nights, Race Chat Live, you got Chris, Craig, and Taz in the studio. Like I said, they're going to re- be recapping Martinsville's all three series. was just at Martinsville this last weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday race. Um, and get you guys ready for Bristol as they brought out like 20,000 truckloads or something like that. Truckloads, a ridiculous amount of dirt. Throwing on track, I'm not a big fan of I'm a, I like the dirt track racing. I'm not a fan of how this plays out um, because eventually the track gets out of the way and you're half track, half or half dirt, half concrete. Um, you, you're going to race on dirt. Either go back to Eldora or find a track that you – um, as a matter of fact, there is a dirt track. I just don't know how big that dirt track is and what the grandstand's like. I know there's a dirt track right there at Bristol as well. I've been to Bristol many times, so I know that they have a dirt track as well. Um, but I, I wish that they would figure a better way of doing this because, like I said, you get halfway through um, the race at Bristol and you start seeing concrete and it's not just no longer a dirt track. It's half and half. And I'm just – you kind of lose some of all that. Um, but make sure you guys tune in Tuesday night. Also, Thursday night, Southern Dirt Track Report, the hottest show on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network um, as they get you guys caught up with what's going on in Louisiana, Mississippi, and I think Alabama as well. Um, they had a lot of great guests on last Thursday night. A lot of great things going on. Looking forward to a lot of the same this Thursday. Don't forget, in May, Sunday nights, the Jay Dillon um, show will be debuting. Looking forward to having um, that show on the network. If you're interested in joining the network, you got a show and you need a platform to put it on, or maybe you just want your show syndicated on our platform to go out to all the different um, um, platforms that our shows are syndicated or, or distributed on. Um, there's a whole long list, and, and I'm pulling it up right now, so I don't miss any of them. Um, but our shows are on um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Block Talk Radio, Google Podcast, Stitcher, J.O. Saban, um, 
Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, and YouTube. Um, so make sure that you guys, uh, if you guys are interested, or maybe you just want to come on and help co-host. I am looking for a co-host. I'd love to extend this to a two-hour show. I'm just looking for the right person to help complement what we got going on on this show. Or maybe you want to work your way up and just come on 15, 20-minute segments and talk about a specific sport, have, you know, certain uh, topics and highlights and stuff set up, and we cover those. Um, either that be what you do permanently or work your way up to being a, a, a co-host on a full show. Um, either way, um, hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com. Got to make sure that I thank Phoenix Fitness. You can find them at FSFF. FNXFit.com. Um, I don't know why that's so hard for me to say sometimes. Make sure you guys use um make sure you guys use code and you think that I would have this code memorized at this point in time. FNX um I thought I just saw it. There we go. FNXIZZK. Um, get 15% off your order and help support the 110 Nation. Make sure you, that you jump over and check out Carolina Sports Plus on Facebook for all your merchandising needs. Looking forward to Mario releasing the website that you guys go straight on there and order what you guys need. Let him know the 110 Nation sent you. He'll hook you up with a great discount. And also make sure you join the Bears Marketing or Bears Bullish Market Report uh, Group Talk talk group. There we go. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, for everybody that joins over there, they will be donating um, over to the 110 Nation to help us continue grow as well. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Looking forward to be back in the studio next Monday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network at 8 o'clock. Until next time. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.